This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Sons. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? I make you laugh? How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter... Burgundy will read. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old. I am thrice divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm ready to take on the Catalina wine mixer. It's time. <laughs> for the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. July 5th, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, well, it is the 4th of July weekend, and nobody is around. No cigar companies, no cigar interviews for, for cigar reps. No one is around. They would rather be out there enjoying a cookout and a good time on 4th of July weekend. But we are here, so let's get to it. Welcome, everybody, to... The Cigar Authority. That's right. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. And, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week. High atop two guys, smoke shops, worldwide headquarters in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. We really smoke on the show. We don't just fake it. And we ask you to light up along with us every single week. You tune in to CigarAuthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. Okay, and with us is Barry Stein. He is now on the team. We don't have him on the intro, I was Chuck. just thinking that. Yeah. I was just thinking that. You got to work on that and get you on the intro and say something goofy about you like they say about us. Barry Stein is with us. Uh, Barry is uh, doing the blog on thecigarauthority.com. So if you haven't checked out, if you're just uh, setting it, forgetting it, and you're yeah, not yeah. going to thecigarauthority.com, um, maybe you want to check it out because uh, we're alive. We're There's cool. a, lot of, a lot of content. A lot of cigar news, cigar pushed. reviews. Yep, there's no it's bathroom good. discussion or anything. Uh, that's the only complaint I have, really, Barry. I mean, a little bit every <laughs> once in a while wouldn't kill you. <laughs> We'll find a way to work your right. habits into it. Thank you. There we go. So uh, Barry's going to keep us up to date what's going on there, and he's also going to have some segments in the show uh, bringing cigar news. He knows what's going on out there. He's keeping a pulse on it, so he'll let us know what happens on it. And the first thing we're going to do right now is smoke the first cigar. Both cigars, by the way, we're going <clears> to <throat> smoke this week. I haven't smoked either of them. So uh, not even a sample before buying them. But there's a reason why I bought each one of them. So the first one let me pass out, and uh, Barry, you can tell us about it. Sure. Our first cigar today is Las Calaveras. comes from Crown Heads. And the box of cigar features a female skull that is based on an artist drawing by Jose Guadalupe Posada. The skull recognizes Dela de los Muertos, which is Day of the Dead. And each year the cigar is going to be reblended as a remembrance and a respectful homage to everybody who's passed oh, in nice. the recent year. 
This cigar is made at the My Father Cigar Factory. It ah. features an Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper with Nicaraguan binder and filler. Limited to 1,000 boxes, three sizes. The MSRP is $8.99 to $10.99. Wow. And this is uh, He does out, that a lot better than I do. Yep. And this is put out by the people from Crown Heads. Crown Heads made it my father in Esteli, Nicaragua. So Crown Heads has always made their cigars at E.P. Carrillo's place in the Dominican Republic. Right. This is the first, the first of them making something in another factory. The first of them working with the Garcia family. And uh, I've had a pleasure of smoking a few of them already. So Mr. Jonathan's jumping the gun over you here. You don't have don't to say it. You don't have to say it. doesn't matter. I can still make the sound effect. Oh, no. No. You have to call you out on it. And you're, you're jumping the you're gun. You're such and a rat. So let, let's, let's spend some time looking at the cap, except Mr. Jonathan, because he hasn't looked at the it's cap. the only reason you want to look at the cap is because I don't have one. My father utilizes a triple cap, yeah. which is a feature that's used on a lot of cigars that are, come from the island south of the mainland. Is there a difference between a triple one. cap and a triple seam cap? I wanted to ask a question that if everybody's cap, but... Nobody else, you, you cut yours, you cut yours. Nobody else, did you cut yours? No. Mine is, is Lops, is uh. Oh, yeah, it's like a little slanty roof there, like oh. flat on one side. That's not the way they are? Do they just got an oddity? Or they got that, an oddity. Oh, okay. I mean, they're handmade. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I just didn't know if everyone was like this for a, per, a certain reason or anything like that. No, no, no you just, just got one that's a little lopsided. Okay. Yeah, this one's pretty good. Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cigar cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And I'm going to cut my triple cap above the seam. Do we, uh, again, uh, the wrapper is, a, is what? Ecuador. Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro. Oscuro meaning black. Right, Maduro. Yeah. It is uh, awfully dark. I want to really examine the wrapper. It has a nice amount of oils on it as well. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, legitimate. I've been having a lot of problems with illegitimate children. No, illegitimate <laughs> Maduro. Ah. That, you know, something funky was done with it, meaning they've they done some sort of process that I don't care for. But this looks legitimate to me, and that's important. So uh, uh, Habano, uh, Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro. Um, now we're going to light it up. We're using and the Champ. I was going to say the Vertigo Awesome. No. It is the Vertigo Awesome. This is the Champ. It's a quadruple jet lighter Four. where the flame actually changes colors as it heats up. Nice. Twenty nine ninety nine for this bad boy. <laughs> Huge lot tank. This is what they should have had at the um, cigar bar that we, we frequented yeah, on uh, Thursday night. Frequented. Doesn't I don't think you're using that word correctly. No, we went one time. One time. <laughs> but they they had uh, they had lighter problems basically. But we didn't have to worry for me because I was packing. And I was packing as well, and uh, even the uh, waitress was impressed that we were packing, and that we had lighters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so th this is a uh, odd band that we have. Um, you know, it looks like. The work was done on the outside of the band and everything, but basically a stamp saying what the brand is. Yeah, it says, you know, EL 2014 Edition Limitada. Um, it's a rather simple band. Yeah. Comes across as a limited edition, though. Yeah. Cream, red, gold, and white with black lettering stating Los Calgaris. People do look at the box because it is very different that there's a etching of a skull with almost like 
tattoos on the skull or whatever. Exactly. It's an yeah. image that's synonymous with the Day of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, we can actually smoke the cigar in honor of Grampy because he passed this year in January to Grampy. There we go. And, uh, yeah, that, that's what it's for. And so next year there will be a different version of this? There will be a different blend. Um, whether or not it comes out of my father hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. But like each year they will change up the blend. Now, I'm showing this, but all the stores received it. You said only 1,000 boxes. 1,000 of each size. Yeah. For a total of 24 in a box, 3,000 boxes, 1,000 times 3, yeah. which comes out to about 72,000 cigars. Yeah, comes to exactly 72,000. 72,000 cigars worldwide, that's all, and we are just about out. Yeah. That's it. The re- I just we're out of most of the sizes. Yeah, I, I just wanted to get to it before we were totally out and that never got a chance to uh, to get to it because all the new stuff is going to really start pouring in and then that's going to be it. Unfortunately, some of these things uh, will, will be forgotten because they came and went. Uh, to us, they cannot be contenders of Cigar of the Year right. despite how good they are because they're not available. Uh, but um, we'll go into another cigar on the next hour. Same... Um, Manufacturer, if that's what you want to call it, we're talking about a different well, country, same company, same different company, manufacturer, different manufacturer, different country, different size, um, and again, something that will be come and go, and that'll be the end of that. So uh, that's why we kind of hooked the two things up. What happened uh, on uh, over the week is uh, we mentioned to the past few weeks and uh, was the Diamond Crown uh, experience, experience. and. Um, Chuck, I know you're going to join us uh, on it. We had the drawing on Monday, Monday. Yeah. At, at all our stores, and uh, this is the Diamond Crown experience that uh, the winners received a uh, three-day, two-night smoking experience that will take place October 16th, 17th, and 18th. It includes everything, round-trip airfare, accommodations, the J.C. Newman Museum, the, the factory, um, dinner in, uh, with them, and the... Um, actually taping on the Cigar Authority that will actually tape the show from there. This has happened at about 50 cigar shops across the country. We did three of them, and we are going to send our congratulations out to Dan Fuco from Atkinson, New Hampshire, John Sinicato from Hampton, New Hampshire, Jerome Earl from Tingsboro, Mass., and Ray Earl uh, from Westford, Mass., Paul Mushon. Sounds right, yeah. Paul Mushon, uh, don't have a city or state from him. Apparently, we have not made a connection with him or the person he's going to take with him, but we you know read that. an awful lot of winners. I think you, you read the winners and the person they're yes. bringing. Okay. Yes, like Jerome Earl is bringing Ray Earl or the other way around. This is Jerome is the one who won. Okay, and Dan Fuco is bringing uh, James Sicada And Paul Mushon, we don't know who he's going to bring or where he's from. Um which we have to get that information to give to the Newmans so that they can get the EFAs and all that. And how this ends up working is 25 shops are bringing their their winners in October. Yeah. And so there'll be 50 people for that tour and that trip. And there's the other one is the um, in December. Yes. The second half yeah, for of the, the experience. So did they run it at the same exact time? Yes, so it's, it's running. All over. It's running fifty shops, and then it was luck of the draw which one you ended up getting. Okay, we got the October date, Good. and other stores got the December date. All right, December's tough for retail anyway. It so, is, uh, although the weather's colder, and you wish you could go to Florida at that time. So, so it might be the ideal time to go. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> 
So anyway, uh, thank you to the Newmans uh, for putting that together, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great experience. And uh, those that want across the country, um, we look forward to having you on the show, and maybe you can uh, jump in and say a little something, or we can do something with you. So reach out to us on the CigarAuthority.com if uh, if you want, and let us know, uh, and we'll be look forward to uh, meeting you there. Um, well, I saw something just before the show went on, and I have Sirius Radio. You have Sirius Radio? Do you I have do it? not. I had it, but I got rid of it. Okay. The uh, Opie and Anthony show, Chuck. Sure. You know it? Sure. Opie, Opie and Anthony, they were big here up in Boston for a while oh, before yeah. they went on uh, Sirius Radio. Uh, Anthony of Opie and Anthony was fired yesterday. What? Uh, for calling his attacker a name. Calling his attacker a name. Hang on. He was attacked? And he called his attacker a name. On Sirius, which nope, is... Nope, he didn't, oh, he didn't oh. do it on Sirius. He did it on... Twitter? Twitter. Called did him he, a name. Did he punch the person? They punched him. Anthony Cumier, um, one half of the popular radio duo, Opie and Anthony, was fired yesterday morning, July 4th, Friday the 13th, Independence Day, for going on an online racial rant, is what they call it, earlier this week. Kumier called a black woman a sea animal. C meaning the first letter of what he called her. A bad word. It's a four-letter word. For allegedly punching him in the face while he took pictures of people in Times Square. So he's taking pictures of people in Times Square. This lady comes up to a black woman, punches him in the face, and then he talks about it on Twitter and calls her the C word. Animal. animal. Anthony's now ex-bosses say they made the decision to fire him because the postings are abhorrent. Abhorrent. Abhorrent to SiriusXM, and his behavior is wholly, wholly inconsistent with what SiriusXM represents. First off, this guy, as they hired him 12 years ago, is a shock jock. That's what he is. Serious. The reason why they wanted him on, on Serious is so that he could be swearing and saying. Oh, absolutely! Bad I've heard the show. It's awesome. It's unclear if the show will now be canceled or if Anthony will just be replaced. Opie and Anthony have been broadcasting together since 1995. Kumia tweeted Friday: "We are living in a strange, backwards world where people support the attacker and the victim is a villain." Your thoughts? My thoughts is it sounds to me like Sirius XM is not too serious racist because if it was the other way around and a white person hit a black person, it would be the end of the white person's career forever. But because it's the other way and the 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 black person hit the white guy and he called her a name. He's. Has nothing to do with the radio, not during the radio show, no, nor did he bring it up on the radio show. Personal Twitter feed. That he said, I got punched in the face. Here's a picture of the person that did it to me. And did not call that, that black person the any, N-word. Any of the other racial slurs right. or, or whatever that go along with it. But, see, I, to me, I find Sirius to be the racist in this case. Because they are allowing the race card to be played. They are playing it. And say, oh, because you said something about a black person, it must be racially charged. I have a problem with that. Yeah. Sounds like a violation of freedom of speech to me. Well, he still he didn't get arrested for it, so he still was able to exercise his freedom of speech. 
I mean, you can get. I could get fired for posting something on my Facebook. Then that then would be fine. Listen, Opie and Anthony is not just a radio show on that on that thing. It's a sta- it's a station. It's, a, it's an entire station. That's how popular it is. And somebody punches him in the face. I think I would have said a, bat, a worse word than that if she yes. punched me in the face. Yes. And I wouldn't have waited to go to Twitter. I would have said it to her face. Yeah. Yeah. I got a serious problem with that. Now, if he punched her back, eh, still it shouldn't be okay because she, she punched him first. But I'm wondering if I want to give up serious radio now. They got rid of him. Maybe I, yeah. I get rid of them. Maybe I get rid of them. It's not important to me. No. But freedom of speech is important to me. But I don't want to seem like a racist that I gave up because he got in trouble for saying something bad to because the lady was black. Doesn't wish, matter. Or that she was a lady. Doesn't matter. There's no, there's no racial you, part of that. You almost can't. Listen, whatever... This is risky just talking about it. Sure. Because we're looked upon. Luckily, we own the show, and we, we're not going to get fired for yeah, it. Yeah, but. But, but it's um, seriously. I mean, it, it is backwards, right? I mean, something's going wrong. That now everybody's going to have to actually be fake instead of being real. Somebody punches you in the face, and you, you would say a bad word to them. Now, if you didn't, I would say, oh, my God, what you, you must be a racist not to... You're not even going to say anything? Well, you can't say anything because if she was black, if she was white, I would have called her that. But Right. Well, when, when you first told me the story, you, didn't, you left out the race part, and I said, she sounds like an animal. Going up and punching a stranger in the face for taking pictures? That's the act of an animal. Regardless, I didn't know the skin color at all. Regardless of your skin color, you don't punch people in the face. Well, you, Ask gentleman Chuck Morris. You ever take a picture of a dog and he comes up and punches you in the face? After an animal doesn't do that, that would be a human. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Times Square, a lot of crazy people running around and all the stuff. So he's out there taking pictures of... Although I saw a picture of the woman and she was dressed nice and looked nice. And it didn't look like a crazy person at all, but she was a crazy person. Because if someone took your picture, would you, would you punch them in the face? If I didn't want my picture taken, and, and, and people have asked me, I've been at events and I'm taking pictures of the crowd, showing what it is, and someone has come up and said, I really don't want my picture on social media. Would you mind deleting it? And of course I don't mind deleting it. I delete it right then. The HD copy of it, I keep the other copy, right. and I, of course, Sell still put it, it on. But, yeah. <laughs> but I pretend like I'm going to take it off. You got to be careful what you write on social media. It's it's kind of a new thing, even though it's not new new to somebody like Barry that's been out there for a long time. I've gotten but, in a lot of trouble on social yeah? media. Yeah. So. Yeah. What happened to the days of the eyeball meetings? Right. That's right. Yeah. We were talking earlier on pregame that during the CB radio stuff, the stuff wasn't recorded. But listen, you're recorded everywhere. If you write it down, if you even you know walk around, you don't know what's being recorded nowadays. There's a new feature on Facebook that allows you to be able to tell where your friends are in proximity to you. Really? They don't actually have to be on Facebook. If it's just running in the background of their phone, Facebook knows where they are. I don't like this. I and you it. can, Me too. You can like tell where your friends are. It shows you who's nearby. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. That's not good. The whole thing is getting, uh, and, I, and I know some people that say, yeah, I don't go on that Facebook or Twitter thing at all. And I do. And I'm starting to rethink this thing. Say, 
this might not be all that. Uh, just because it opens you up to, uh, I'm not doing anything wrong, but it opens up that um, you never know, the government, any people know where you are and what you're doing. Uh, I'm the guy that has to go in line at the toll booth because I don't have the transponder on my car. That's smart. Because well, I don't want it on there. Facebook wow. is even conducting psychological testing without letting that. their users know. What? They took a whole bunch of users and they made sure what showed up in their news feed was negative to see how it would affect them. If their posts would become Come negative on. or positive. Yep. And Come on. They refused to apologize for it and there's this whole uproar about it. I'm sure on that 500 page thing that you got to click to say, I, I accept. Yeah. You, this thing is, it's on there. I'm sure it's listed. Yeah, in yeah. Has anybody ever read that? No. No. Nobody has read it. I don't even think lawyers have read it. It's just like the Obamacare thing. Yeah. Right. (laughs) No one's ever read it. If you put too many words, most people go, ah, it's too long. Forget about it. Yep. Yeah. I got no issue with Facebook studying me. Go ahead. If you're that bored, right? Yeah. You want to know if... And and the the whole study was predicated on they wanted to see if... uh, I don't know if you guys remember when Facebook made the last change. It was the moods. You could add moods to your post. And that's the start of where the study was. So they were deciding, okay, we're going to make it so that you only see positive things. If you pick the positive emoticon, that's going to show up. And does that make your post more positive? And it turns out it uh, it was 60% more likely to post positive. 10% if you plus, saw. plus or minus 5%. Yeah. There it is. So, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. All right. So what do we think about the cigar so far? So far, so good. A little bit of uh, chocolatiness in the smoke that doesn't show up on the palate. The smoke itself has a chocolatey aroma. Dark chocolate. Yeah. Made in Swiss. Yeah. You know what I'm getting off of it? Do you remember back in the day when you had an upset stomach, the old cure-all was Coca-Cola syrup? Yeah. Before they added the seltzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I get off of this. Really? Very It reminds me. Are you trying to go after my job right I'm now, Barry I'm taking your Stein? job. Yes. <laughs> Are you trying to be the flavor, like the, Donkey Kong. the flavor of the week guy? Yes, I am. Coca-Cola syrup is is uh, way more powerful, I think. Which takes me back to a memory of my mom, because that's what she used. She made Coca-Cola syrup? No, my oh. aunt used to own a, a luncheonette. Oh, wow. And when I wasn't going to school because I had a stomach ache, my mom would go four blocks, get the Coca-Cola syrup, bring it home, and I would drink it. There we go. So you and, remember that taste? And and yeah, memory of my mom. So wow. the name of the cigar fits. My mom used... Uh, cod liver oil to cure everything. And if you were really sick, you didn't mind taking it because it was disgusting. And if you were faking it, you just said, you know what? I'd rather go to school than drink that. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it right? did nothing for you except make your sweat smell. That's it. The week later. but This is uh, very full-bodied. It is it's strong. It, it, it's burning well. It, it's tasting good. It's just too full-bodied for me right off the bat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through the whole thing no problem anyway, but uh, Barry, you learn that about me. Overpowering. I, I have strong taste buds, and if uh, we probably should have done this in different order, but uh, it's a very I, delicate I, palate. It's very strong. You I, can I, lick I, the air and tell what uh, people have cooked in that room in the last three weeks. <laughs> Nine out of ten in strength. Yeah, yeah, it's up there. I agree. Yeah, it's up there. So uh, it's time for this day in American history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Here we go. You've heard of epic rap battles. Oh, but 
Now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, uh, just so you know, today is July 5th. Very big happy birthday going out to Christian Aroa. Yeah. Christian Aroa's birthday today. If you know the cigar, when he had Camacho, he had the 0705. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his birthday, 0705, which is today. So happy. He also had the 11... 1118, which is his mother's birthday, November 18th. Oh, okay, nice. So uh, today's Christian's, I believe, 40th birthday. Uh, I'm not positive of that, but I believe so. Uh, But just to mess you guys up, and it's going to be Chuck and Barry again versus Mr. Jonathan because he's the champion. I am. So uh, you guys will work together to do it. But to mess you up, just in case you guys are doing a little checking on it, um, it's Yankee Doodle Dandy Day here. Uh, We're going back to the 4th of July yesterday. Born on the 4th of July, the Yankee Doodle Dandy and Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo Rivera, American attorney, journalist, author, reporter, and talk show host. Rivera uh, is the host of a magazine program, Geraldo at Large, and appears regularly on Fox. Uh, he is well known as uh, in history as a reporter and TV personality and host of the talk show Geraldo. Born on the 4th of July, what year? Write it down, what year? And uh, Chuck and Barry. Uh, you like that? I Barry like that. likes it. I would have gone plus two, but I like that. 1947 says. And I got 48. Uh, and you have 48. And uh, you're both over. No kidding. It's 1943. That mustache is very deceiving. That's it. 43. Okay, uh, celebrating his birthday today is the late, great Mitch Miller. Mitch Uh, Miller was a conductor, recording producer, and record industry executive. Miller was one of the influenced American popular music during the 50s and early 60s, both as the head of Columbia Records and best-selling recording artist with his NBC television series, Sing Along with Mitch. Sing Along with Mitch. Follow the bouncing ball. Wow, okay, you remember him. Uh, He was a Wow, you're old. He was a big, no a big friend of Padrones in the Padrone cigars. As a matter of fact, his picture is on the wall when you walk into the hallways of, of the Padrone factory. Uh, he is a cigar smoker till the age of 99 when he passed away. He was born on the 4th of July. What year? You guys confer with each other. Lois. How about you? What, you go. Say it. What do you 1895. like? 1895. 1895. Okay, go he says, 1919. 1919 is over, so they'll take it at 1911. Uh, wow. Wow. 1911. So Chuck and Barry get a point for that. Today, uh, or 4th of July, is the birth date of George Steinbrenner. Ah. George Steinbrenner, American 
businessman who was the principal owner and managing partner of American League Baseball's New York Yankees during Steinbrenner's 37-year ownership from 73 till his death in 2010. Um, a long history of the club winning 11 pennants. Outspoken and uh, controversial very figure. big guest on Seinfeld. Yes, he was always on the <laughs> Seinfeld. You know what is a great thing about George Steinbrenner? In the city of New York, he was the person that bought the first bulletproof vest wow. for all really? police officers. Wow. And every cop that died in the line of duty, he set up a college trust fund for their firstborn child. Oh, my goodness. Wow. There's a guy that did some nice stuff yeah. there. Yeah. Well, when was he born? 1924. Oh, all right. I'll go with 1923. We'll I'm going 1920. 1920, 1923, 1920, 1923. Barry got it. 1930. Nice. So, uh, <sighs> Barry and Chuck get point number two. Um, it's a shutout so far. Now for today, July 5th. July 5th, we're on now. Anthony Craig III. Any idea? Who the hell is that? Who is he? A.K.A. Huey Lewis. Ah. Huey Lewis led and plays harmonica for his band, Huey Lewis and the News. Additionally, writing and uh, co-writing many of the band's songs, including 1985's Back to the Future, Heart of Rock and Roll, Do You Believe in Love, Working for a Living, Heart and Soul, I Want a New Drug, Power of Love, Back in Time, Hip to be Square, and lots, lots more. Born on the 5th of July, what year? 1955. 1955, 1939, says Mr. Jonathan, and Mr. Jonathan will take the point. 1950. Oof. So uh, it's two to one. Mr. Jonathan's one behind. There's one question left. Right. Mr. Jonathan needs a two-pointer to win, one-pointer to tie, and you guys can take it away from him with a win here. So here it goes. Died today. Died today. July 5th. What year? Ted Williams died today. Was American League, American professional baseball player and manager. Ted Williams played his 19-year career in the major leagues uh, for left field for the Boston Red Sox. Regarded as one of the greatest hit hitters in baseball history, most valuable player, six-time batting champion, triple crown winner, uh, although uh, stated his desire to be cremated and his ashes to be flown to Florida. Uh, Ted Williams' son, John Henry, the youngest daughter, Claudia, chose to have his remains frozen. And they call him now the Ted Popsicle. The Ted Tedsicle. Tedsicle. Ted Williams died today and was frozen today. What year? Well, in 1999. That 1999. 1982. 1982. 2002. You guys will take the third point. Son of a and the win, we have a new winner, and that is... Chuck and Barry take the lead. So this day in American Classic History was brought to you by Classic Cigars. Available at twoguys.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today, July 5th, with a classic cigar. And there we go. Man, I take your notes. I take your title. <laughs> New Kid on the Block is causing some damage here. As Mr. Miyagi would say, oh, beginner luck. Beginner luck. Beginner huh? luck. Happy birthday to those celebrating a birthday today. Uh, if it's too soon for you, just a reminder come by any Two Guys Smoke Shop location at Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, or Nashua, New Hampshire on your birthday, and we will cut and light a free cigar for you and celebrate your birthday at Two Guys Cigars, twoguyscigars.com. 
What else do we got here? Uh, speaking of the Diamond Crown experience that we talked about, we have some issues here with J.C. Newman fighting to actually stay in Tampa. We're going to be there in October, but right now the days are limited for them. The Food and Drug Administration's oversight of uh, the United States cigar industry is threatening the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, the last major producer of cigars in Tampa, Florida, the cigar city, Tampa, Florida, the 119-year-old company does not intend to go down without a fight. They are fighting, and they need your help. So please do so. Go on the um, uh, cigarrights.org. Cigarrights.org. What are yes. they trying to do? Trying to uh, stay in business because no, what, no, no. What is what is the FCC or the uh, FDA is yeah. looking to separate premium cigars in a way that takes their machine-made, all tobacco, no oh. ingredients added products, and actually take it away, at that point, they'd have to shut this factory down. And it'd be, it's the last one standing. Oh. You don't want to do it. Give them a grandfather clause. Do whatever you got to do. It's and, amazing that in an economy that needs jobs, the yeah. government wants to take jobs away from the people. Yeah, yeah. They employ something like 108 people in that factory. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They have... Um, they. they uh, They've rolled 500 million cigars. Uh, were rolled there in 1929 alone. Wow. Um, they have inexpensive smokes uh, under names as factory throwouts, Rigoletto Blackjacks, Mexican Segundos. Uh, they sell for about $1.50 a piece. These are all tobacco, um, and they actually put the outside wrapper on. They apply it by hand to, uh, to go, but there's a mechanical process. We got to do it. That's yep. been going around since 1929 that, that they've been doing this. And all of a sudden, the FDA, for no scientific reason at all, this doesn't fall in the criteria. They all have to lose their job. We have to shut the factory down. All this time is running out for them. Listen, I'm, I'm asking for it personally. They are the gentlemen of the cigar industry. They certainly are. Please yeah. go on CigarRights.org. Go to uh, J.C. Newman Cigars. Find them. Find out how you can uh, put a good word in for them through the FDA or whatever and try to save that factory. I don't want to turn this um, October event that we're going down there into a, a farewell party. No. farewell party at all. You know, that's not what we want to see. We want – these are great, great guys, and they're not do, – they're not – they're doing the opposite of going after children with their things. As a matter of fact, their customer is an old customer. Yes. Yeah. Old people. That's been smoking since the 50s. Right. So uh, the last thing we want to do is hurt them in any way. So please reach out to them in any way you can and uh, try to help them. Uh, t- a company in Tampa that uh, will be actually wiped out. Uh, it's like uh, taking wine out of, ta- out of um, Napa Valley. Napa Valley is, is taking cigars out of Tampa, Florida. I mean, you, nobody wants to see it. Their competitors don't want to see it. Nobody right. wants to see yeah, it. Nobody. So uh, please reach out to them. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to go over the Ten Commandments with Barry, the Ten Commandments of Cigar Smokers. He hasn't heard it before. Maybe you're a regular listener and you've heard us mention it. We're going to let Barry know and we'll hear his intake on that. And later, a golf tournament for cigar smokers, 18 holes and 18 cigars. We'll talk about that. That's also to help cigar smokers uh, through New Hampshire. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. 
rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh, yeah. So smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Wow, that means we're back. Holy God. That was quick. Well... Uh, Explains why Chuck was running. Yes, he was running. We're back at the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We are smoking, uh, what is this called again? Las Las Calaveras. Las Las Calaveras. Full-bodied cigar. Too full-bodied for me. I'm going to get through it, but. That's strong. It's well-made. It's it's changed now. I'm getting a little black strap molasses, Barry. (laughs) And is there a white strap molasses? There is not a white strap molasses, but there is regular molasses, and then there's black strap molasses. What it's darker. Is black strap. It's much darker. Okay. What it does is punch you in the face, yeah. and then you lose your job. I black can't believe that. That was racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. That You're was fired. Bad. <laughs> then you lose your job. Black strap molasses. It's burning well. It's um, It's strong. It's strong. See, I'm loving it. Yeah. It's strong, but there's a lot of flavor to it. 
and a lot of complexity. Well, we need see, we need someone like you because uh, I don't know a nice way to say it, but we're more um, female-like, I guess, or whatever. Well, you know, it's the whole Boston thing. Yeah. Oh. You know. Yeah. You know, us Yankee fans are, you know, can, you can smoke the strong stuff. Normally, with a Pepin Garcia product, I get a lot of peppery type of thing, and I'm yeah. not getting that. No, it's very yeah, different. It's, it's not your your typical my father made cigar. Yeah. But what we, it, we have a Lajero bomb, bomb, though. Yeah. What it strikes me as is my father not messing around and putting some real high-quality tobacco in here because they want E.P. Carrillo's job is what it looks like. So they absolutely put their best foot forward. Just because it's too strong for us doesn't mean that it's not a well-made cigar. It is very well-made, lots of good flavors, and it's uh, it's like my father trying to get a customer. Get the, is what get it the, looks get like get to the me. gig. Yeah, get the gig away from. We'll see what happens if they get the gig on the third or fourth installment of it. Do they keep this consistency up? Well, the next cigar we'll smoke the next hour. We're going to see. We're going to go back to EP Carrillo. We got a theory about that too that I'll share with you in really? the second hour. Really? Oh. Yeah. We'll see what ends up happening with that. So uh, no, it's burning good and everything, but. Um, not something I'd go back to. Uh, not that I'll be able to because this is going to sell out. So if right. you guys are interested in this uh, c- across the country, remember there was only 1,000 boxes of each three sizes three that were sizes. made. And boxes of 24. Four. Yep. 5 by 50, 6 by 52, and 7 by 54. Okay. And, and we did the uh, 5 by 50. 5 by 50, yeah. yeah. And, and maybe a, a bigger size would have not punched me in the uh, belly so, so much. I don't. That's one thing I don't get. And Barry, maybe you can answer this. People seem to think that bigger ring gauge cigars are milder, and the only thing I find them to be milder on is the flavor. I find hmm. that the strength is the same because they're using the same amount of Lajero. You're burning the not, same amount of Lajero. No, I mean there's more Lajero in there. I mean by ratio, because like if a five by fifty uses uh, one leaf of Lajero, the fifty four is going to use one and a half leaves to keep so the it's ratio be stronger. The same. It's going to be stronger, but what you're not getting on a bigger ring cigar is the flavor of the wrapper. Okay. And the wrapper provides the most flavor to a cigar. It's like going into a bar, ordering a rum and coke, but telling them to put it in a bigger glass. You're still going to get your two ounces of rum, right. but instead of getting six ounces of coke, you're not going to get eight ounces That's of coke. That's awesome. Which would make it taste milder, but not be mild. But you'll still be the same, same as drunk. Right. If, if you, you drink, drink well, eight be, of them. It'll be more diluted. But you're still going to, if you drink eight of the two ounce in the 10 ounce glass and you drink eight of the two ounces in the six ounce what glass. What if you drank eight shots? Pee less. I don't know. If you, I think if you drank eight shots of rum versus eight rum and Cokes. With, you, this, with one shot in each one. You wouldn't be as drunk because the Coke will dilute the liquor. Hmm. But it's still the same amount of liquor that is running through your veins. But the liquor goes through your veins with the sugar, breaks down into sugar. But if it's also breaking down the sugar from the Coke, doesn't it change... Are we still talking know. about Coca-Cola or we, cocaine now? I don't know. We need a chemist. Okay, but you don't know this answer, right? No, I don't. Okay. That's an interesting uh, Well, what question. I learned in health class in high school, because we did a whole unit on drinking, is that all drinks, because of what ends up happening when you go to bartender school, you're a certified tip bartender, you're supposed to make all your drinks the same strength unless someone asks for a double. Then it's double strong, twice as much alcohol. So a beer... In the, in a in a certain size glass, it's going right. to have the same alcohol. Twelve ounce beer at five percent alcohol is the same, the same as, as a glass shot. of wine, and it's the same so as, as a shot. shot. Five ounce glass of wine oh. and a one ounce shot, give or take. That's right. So when you go with a higher uh, liquor content, like let's say you wouldn't have twelve ounces of rum. No, in a twelve a ounce cognac, beer. they put that in the snifter, and that's why the different shapes of the glasses 
give that appearance of more or less liquid depending on how strong those alcohols are. So a bigger glass having more Coke and two ounces of rum is going to get you the same amount of drunk. You just pee more than a six-ounce one with two ounces of rum. See, I don't know. I mean, I'll get drunker off of a vodka martini a lot quicker than I yeah. will a vodka with cranberry. I'll get drunker off vodka than I would a beer. If you, were, you know, in other words, you give me a shot of well, vodka. Diff- different alcohol content. And a, and a whole 12-ounce beer? Yeah. Wouldn't it be the same? No. One you would shot? think so, but the, the, the vodka would no, because buzz me. Beer I mean, I'm a lightweight as it well, is. Well, because it's all hitting you at once, so you're going to notice it. Beer, you, it takes you a lot longer to drink it, so it's... That's dissipated out over time. If a no. cop pulled you over and did a breathalyzer to see how much your, your blood alcohol content, it would be the same. It should be the same. It would, huh? But beer is like 6% alcohol, where vodka is 80 proof, which makes it 40% alcohol. Right, but it's a shot. Yeah. Like one ounce. One shot. So As one ounce of beer is only 6%, where six one ounce of vodka. Ta- 6% times 12 ounces, 6 times 12 is 48, which and now you got a 40, 40 uh 40, 40 proof, on, 40 40 proof, proof. On, on there. I don't know. I, I don't know this. I'm asking these questions, too. I don't, yeah. Anybody in the chat room giving any answer? Not we, yet. We I'm don't wait, have a chemist? I'm, I'm waiting for Rudy because he would. Yeah, he's our fact checker. Yeah. Who, by the way, has had this cigar before. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, he said all he could taste himself was pepper. I don't have it. And, and normally, let either. me tell you, I can I can pick out Don Papin Garcia blindfolded and, uh, you know. Are you sure he's not talking about the other one? Nope. Okay. Okay, you had this one. This the is La, and you can probably pronounce it better than I can. La Calaveras. Yep. Excellent. I'll get taste with the La Calaveras. So next pepper. year on the cigar, are they saying that it's going to be the same maker and a different blend? They, they haven't they said haven't, anything. Yeah, no. So they're testing. Just every year, here. the blend will be different. And the good thing about Crown Heads being a distributor is they can go to different manufacturers. Yeah, and usually you see that that doesn't happen, that somebody sticks with somebody and that's it. But yeah. uh, I think it's pretty actually smart of them, play off each other, yeah. maybe get better pricing, and better everybody's product, trying, trying their best to try to get them to do it multiple times. Or does that say that they were unhappy with E.P. Carrillo and they're looking to make a move? Mm. That's an interesting what does question. This mean? That's interesting, too. <laughs> it's interesting. Well, they it, just announced a new cigar called Jericho Hill. Yes. I saw that. Who's making it? We'll find out. Well, ah. We've got the laptop right in front of us, and when right. you guys talk, I'll find out the answer. All right. We're going to talk. We're going to get into the Ten Commandments. You can hear while you're talking. You're multitasking here. Yes, I can. And this was Miguel Chaudel put this out, and I reached out to him when I first saw it, and I asked him if I could use it. This was three, four years yeah. ago. And uh, I always thought it was very interesting that he put this together, and I want to give him a uh, thumbs up for, for doing that. I, I, I don't know whatever happened to him, if he, if he was a blogger. Or Looks like he Picarillo. Nope, it's my father. Really? Oh, no, it is yeah. my father. Yeah, Jericho Hill will be made by my father in Esteli, Nicaragua. All right. Ah, so there we go. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. There we go. Uh, if you like uh, uh, going into cigar shops and um, – Who doesn't? Right. Especially Women. people that listen to this, but you want to go in there and you want to hang out with the boys and stuff. There, um, there is a Ten Commandments of behavior that you should do, and this is almost should be the um, the gentleman's way, gentleman's almost. way yeah. thing. But uh, we're going to go right to number one: Thou shalt not bring cigars purchased from online or other stores to another cigar shop. Only cigars purchased from said shop should be smoked in said shop. It's the obvious. It's, again, it's like bringing beer to a bar. You just you don't do it. Right. Even if they don't carry that line of beer. 
You have to have something that they didn't. There's a restaurant across the street I go into all the time. If I feel like Chinese food one day and they don't have Chinese food, I don't get the delivery (laughs) of Chinese food and say I'm going to have it here because you don't carry Chinese food. So many times people have argued this point with me, and and, um, there really is no argument, and there is no exception to this rule. Somebody gave me a Cuban cigar. Good. Go outside in the freezing freaking cold and smoke your Cuban cigar, you idiot. And it's fake anyway. It's fake. (laughs) Oh, it draws perfect. It's definitely fake. Barry's going to jump in. He's saying Now, what if you happen to rent a locker or have a membership in the store? You're still making your your donation, for lack of a better word, to the store. Do you know what now, the you're fine gonna... is for being caught, a store being caught with Cuban Well, no, I'm not saying contraband. putting a Cuban cigar in there. Let's say somebody gave you a box of cigars for your birthday. You have a locker at a cigar shop. You don't have a humidor at home. Yep. You're going to put that box in your locker so it's stored. Is it now acceptable to smoke? Absolutely not. I'm going to say as a general manager, I have no issue if someone puts other people's cigars in their locker. However, when they come into the store, they should be smoking something they bought from the they store. They should still buy and at they least can one. Take, they can take those cigars out elsewhere okay. and smoke them. And if that's the only way that they can keep them humidified, I would say I personally have no issue. Dave may have a different... I, I have a big issue. They can't keep them in the locker, humidified. It doesn't mean that they own it. They're renting the locker space, and okay. the deal is that the cigars that you purchase from us go into that locker. Right. By spending $100 a year, doesn't entitle you to put weapons, illegal contraband, or cigars from other people's stores in this locker. It doesn't entitle you to anything. You make a great argument. And uh, I, not just because I own a store. It is the right thing to do. Under no circumstance would you ever do that. There's... Wine in, in yeah. high-end restaurants, they have wine lockers in there. Right. Can you bring a bottle of wine you got from somewhere I else? I was just going to ask you. changed my mind. No. You changed my mind. Of course you cannot. That's no. brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. And because you go into a restaurant and say you bought some meat down the street, can you say, can I use your refrigerator <laughs> and put this in your refrigerator? Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm here. I have a wine locker with you. Put this meat inside <laughs> your, in your aging room or whatever it is to <laughs> age the beef. No. There's no exception to this at all, okay. and, and don't even try to make an exception. Stop thinking that way. I like it. Do the right thing and just stop doing it, period. That's it. It's, it's horrible. It's just it's the number one. It should be only one. That, that's it. <laughs> but there's more. But wait, there's now, more. Number two, thou shalt not brag about the smoke, the brand of cigars you smoke, how much the cigar cost, or how rare it is. Nobody likes a cigar snob. This one... I, I'll play a lot, I'll play with a little bit because we are geeky cigar guys a bit, and we talk about it. We talked about it sure. ourselves. Right. In we the don't own. go up to the poor guy who's smoking the the house brand at two or three dollars and say, "Look at me, I'm smoking a Davidoff. How could you smoke right. that crap?" That's that's I think the spirit of that yes. commandment. Yeah. If we're all sitting around and we're all smoking something different, what are you smoking? Yeah. Well, how much did you pay for it? Do you think it's worth it? These are valid conversations with people who are like-minded yeah, and yeah. could be into that. That's a good point. See, I don't take my band off my cigar for a specific reason. I want people to see what I'm smoking. I agree with that. So if you want to subscribe to this commandment before you light up, you should remove the band. 
And yeah. I'm sure every manufacturer would cringe at that thought. I'm going to tell you an odd thing that happened. I have three stores, and we experiment, and you'll see as you're working here and, and, and the things that happen. We're like Facebook. We don't get people's permission. We just experiment. We experiment, and they don't even know we're experimenting. But <laughs> in late 2007, the economy tanked, and um, what came out was a Davidoff Pura Dioro with a footband. Mm-hmm. I said, wow, what a mistake this is because you have to take the footband off to light the cigar. And somebody spending 20 to $30 on a cigar may want the other person to see what you're smoking. Sure. And you're missing the whole thing for that person. The, the bragging or the show-off guy cannot do that with that. And the cigar did not take off. They ended up adding a gold band onto it later on. And it I sit on much their, better. I sit on their advisory board, and I highly recommended this. And I go, oh my God, it's, you know, there's the thing you're missing on, on what that is. A Davidoff without a band is not as valuable as, it, as, as what it is. But what I was seeing as the economy started tanking, that some guys that were that were doing okay and people were crying that, oh, my God, I haven't had work in a while. Construction guys that were down and out and stuff and having a tough time. The guy that was smoking an expensive cigar was actually taking the band off because he was actually embarrassed to be doing well. It's a little difficult to disguise a Padron 80th, but right. I don't know what you think, who you yeah, think you're yeah. hiding. But would you buy, not that I could buy a pair of Versace jeans because they don't make them in my size, <laughs> but would you go out and buy a pair of Versace jeans, remove the label from the, from the jeans? No. no. You want people to know that you're of means. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and then, you know, the automobile you drive, right. you buy the lowest one or anything. Mm-hmm. It was almost, and I, and I see it improving now that people are, not that they're showing off, but they're not hiding what they have. Right anymore. It's, it's being less of that. So uh, yeah, there's a little argument to, to that one. Uh, thou shall not mistreat a cigar. Your cigar is probably unraveled because you cut it improperly or it burned crooked because you lit it wrong. Uh, when all else fails, ask for help. Well, we're men and we don't ask <laughs> we for don't directions, do help or anything. And this is, this is where the problem is that mm-hmm. most people do cut their cigar wrong. Yep. They like their cigar wrong. And we watch it every single day. There was a chiropractor in Seabrook who every single day he would come in and smoke one cigar. And it always burned wrong. So I finally, after giving him his fifth cigar, I finally said, you know, let me show you how to like this. And I've been smoking cigars for 20 years. Yes, yeah. But I said, you know, I know, but just let me show you That's this. And I toasted to it up and had him smoke it. And he came back and apologized after because for 20 years he's been lighting them wrong. Yeah, I've been through that myself with people that... So there's ways, and they're not listening to the Cigar Authority because we show you Certainly not. the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it and why. And uh, we want your experience to be the best that possibly can. Well, that music means uh, the first hour is already up. we got so much to get to. We're going to continue this, right? We are going to continue. Uh-huh. We have uh, some more. So we just did one and two. That's it. So uh, This is cool. They're oh, that's three. One, two, three. Three. Uh, when we come back, we'll get Debonair with Chuck Morrison. Uh, and there's a place in the U.S. that is about to make smoking illegal on benches, not beaches, benches. We'll explain that, too. Uh, For Barry Stein, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, and I'm David Garofalo. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with our number two. We are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And listen, when you're listening to the show and you see that The Cigar Authority's webpage posts 
the new video. We would love it if you tweeted out links to it and there Facebook shared the links. I'm just trying to help you out, Chuck. I Thanks, saw man. you're struggling for your paperwork there. Oh, here it is. It's it's when you're I'm smoking like... your Las <laughs> Calaveras, made by My Father Cigars for the folks at uh, Crown Heads, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. And to echo what Mr. Jonathan said, if you enjoy the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. We'll be right back in the second hour, continuing the Ten Commandments of Cigar Smoking. Cigar Authority right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the cigar agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the cigar agency commissioned Hendrik Keldner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And Bay. The authority on everything cigar. In. Get used to hearing it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then. Good day, mate. 
Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake. Do it. Shake and bake, baby. We're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here. Going to get Debonair, Mr. Jonathan with Old Five Freddy in the aging room. We got uh, Barry Stein is here with us. We got some information on the mailbag. We're back on the Ten Commandments in a minute. And uh, Mr. Jonathan has a new segment. He wants a pitch. Very, very excited. He wants a pitch to the advertisers out there. Will not tell me what it is. So uh, I'm interested Be to hear afraid. what that is. <laughs> I, I am. Welcome back, everybody, to Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week. High atop the worldwide headquarters here in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, of Two Guys Smoke Shop. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us because we actually smoke on the show. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it and also on YouTube where you can subscribe. Okay, now if you liked that cigar or you want to know more information on the last cigar, Las Cabrias, that we just smoked in the last hour... It is live right now on the Cigar Authority, the complete review by Barry, correct? Yes, that is correct. It just went on there. Open up another window. Don't close your current window, and feel free to read it. And there it is. And that'll be uh, Barry's review. It is not my review. It is Barry's review. It's not my review either. It's my my opinion, and you know what they say about opinions. That's right. Everyone's got one. And uh, my opinion is uh, that's not on there. That is a very well-made cigar. The construction was great. It burned well. It tasted good. Just too full-bodied for my personal taste. That's all. Yeah. That's it. It's a little a little bit reminiscent of uh, Papine's line, Lara Loba. Hmm. Well, there was a few different Lara Lobas. There was a few. This was the uh, the darker. The, they had an, an Ecuadorian Lara Loba. They had a Sumatra. They had a Mexican San Andreas. That was the third one. I thought that was the Ecuadorian. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember that. All right. There were three. Oh, yeah? Okay. So the third one, whatever that was. But now that he mentions it, I tend to agree with him. Really? Wow. This happens, you know. As much as you you, you look (laughs) at him as... much as you want to disagree. Right. (laughs) Every once in a while you're saying, geez, that that is... uh, Or every time. So now we're going into uh, a second cigar. And, uh, Barry, tell us about what we're smoking here. Well, the next cigar is Angel's Anvil. The Angel's Anvil. Also from Crown Heads. This cigar was made exclusively for members of the TAA which is the Tobacco Association of America. I believe there's roughly 75 stores yep. that are part of the TAA. And the T, the Angel's Anvil, why I brought the the up importantly to you is the is the T and Angel's Anvil, T-A-A. The, it, the cigar Anvil. shares the same initials yeah. as the TAA. Yeah. The yeah. cigar is made at Tabacalera La Alianza, which is owned by Ernesto Pereira's Carrillo, and it comes in one size, a 7 and one eighths by 49 Churchill. And uh, the story behind the cigar was something made up by John Huber. It's uh, kind of an analogy for his career. It's about an angel that fell out of heaven and was determined to get back. 
The wingless outcast angel wandered on earth until he found the blacksmith who equips him with a hammer and an anvil, the tools necessary to forge new wings. Much hey. like him getting back in the industry there with E.P. Caillou wow. making the first cigar. He makes up a good story. Yep. He makes it's up. Awesome. If you don't have one, folks, make one up. Yeah. Why not? But he says he makes it up. That's okay. Yep. And it's this awesome. cigar features an Ecuador Havana wrapper, and it has binder and filler from Nicaragua. Okay. And this is uh, Ernesto Carrillo making this one. And, uh, geez, aesthetically it looks good. The, the wrapper looks good. This is, a, this is nice and toothy. This is probably yeah. the best wrapper I've seen come out of E.P. Carrillo. Uh, and a close, close second would be uh, in 2009 with his short run, the Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. That was a very, very good wrapper. Yeah. So uh, here it is. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence, and we will excellently cut uh, the cigar above the cap, because if you cut below the little uh, cap line, then the cigar can unravel on you. When we talked about doing it wrong, that is the right way to do it. And another right way to do it is with this Vertigo lighter. This is uh, the champ. This is, this is the first time that you've remembered the name of wow. a lighter. Because I want to call it awesome. It should be <laughs> called the awesome, but it's called the champ. It is called the champ. It is a champion. This is a uh, $29.99 retail lighter. Uh, looks, looks like a hundred bucks. Quadruple jet, changes color. It, this is perfect for the golf bag. You it, throw it in there, but it's kind of too big to carry around all the time. Yeah, I, would yeah, say. I don't know if you'd have it in It'd your pocket, like a little gun. See, I would carry it in my pocket. I'm a big guy. I need yeah. a big lighter in my pocket. I pull out one of these little tiny lighters out of my pocket. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. everything looks small. You got to go into the bigger ring gauges, Barry. No, yeah, Barry's that, not a big ring that, gauge guy. Never no. So uh, I like the red flame because if you're out there in the golf course, if you're out there in the blue skies, the flame, flame turns red and you have less chance of burning yourself. Uh, but the key is to uh, keep the lid end out of your mouth. My brother, <laughs> Sammy B., no longer has a beard because 30 minutes after he made fun of me for explaining the lighter to a customer that it changes color and I've lit my mustache on fire a couple of times, he laughed at me. And then proceeded to light his mustache on fire wow. and had to shave his beard off. Wow. That's the so worst. He's in the process of regrowing a beard, but got a little bald spot on his lip. There we go. Very smooth draw. And it hurts to do that. Uh, yes, the wrapper is beautiful on this, I have to say. And on a lot of uh, E.P. Carrillo stuff, the wrappers kind of look rough. They taste good, but they look rough. This one, uh, quite the opposite. It is uh, aesthetically beautiful. And uh, I think it's very cool, the Angel's Anvil. This is a flavor bomb, mm-hmm. the most prominent of which, Barry, and I think you'll agree with me on this, is have you ever had Adame? No. Adame is soybeans inside the yes, pod. Yes, I have, the little green you pe- take off. Beans, yep, you yep. take the pod off and you pop the Adame in. By the way, it's Adame. Whatever it is. Okay. And this, this has that taste to it, a little bit of... Uh, Lightly steamed soybean inside the pod. Now I'm getting lemon zest. I have lemon zest. We have a winner. Yeah. You have been dethroned. I, Again. I, well, I don't know what this this uh, pod with the soybean is. I would never eat that. 
don't have anything <laughs> near me unless they It's would. actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. A sushi restaurant, get it as an appetizer. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. That, I'm also getting. I have to figure out what to eat at sushi because I'm not eating sushi. I'm also a getting thing. a little bit of uh, lemon zest. Oh, you are. <laughs> there we copycat. This yeah. flavor of the week is brought to you by not Barry Stein. <laughs> stolen from Barry Stein. But. So, stolen from Barry. Uh, yeah, there is a little citrus thing happening here. Yeah. Little citrus. These guys are amazing. I, I am not as good as them. I got to admit, but they really have something. I, I don't know, Jonathan, on this one because I don't know the product you're talking about. But uh, lemon zest, you got it. You, you got it right. You can taste it. Yeah, absolutely. So. Both cigars today, the first time I ever smoked them, was on today's show, and that's because there were no samples for these. They were limited-release cigars, and that was the thing about them, that um, do you want them or not? Tough to say, do I want it or not, when I can't even Well, and I don't, I don't like admitting this out loud, but you're not really one to say no all that often, which is why you have to have a buyer. That's right. Because the answer is because, always yes. Because I want it myself, personally. So You're the most ridiculous person when it comes to that. And the bad thing about not giving me a sample is I'm, I was going to probably buy it anyway. Unless you think it's a bad cigar and I'm going to say no. But if I ended up trying it, I would probably buy more. Hmm. Because now it's the risk thing. How many am I going to get to? I don't want to get stuck with a bunch of them. As a good retailer, as a smart retailer, you want rotations. You want turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not yeah. collectors. We're retailers. You guys be the collectors. We want to actually sell the product through. So we try to pick the right number that says there'll be enough, but not so that there's a whole bunch left over. Yeah, we don't want any TAAs left over at next year's TAA. Right. We don't want any left over at the IPCPR. Right. Usually turns in a retail store, you look for three months' terms. Hmm. Have the cigar around for three months and sell out. Sell out. And that includes a regular product, too. You want so many turns, and you want four or five turns a year. Five would even be better. But if you can master it down to four turns, that would be good. So what are we looking at price on this? Uh, I don't have the price written down. Okay. So I knew you it's didn't. So that's we, get, we get an it's epic an eight, fail on that. Eight to $9 range. And what was the production? Do you remember the production? It was a 1,000 boxes as well. Of one size. One size, 20 cigars. 1,000 boxes. Now, when 20,000 cigars. That's it. Yeah. And this one we do have a lot on because this has just come out. The other one came out earlier, and that's going to just run out because right. it's going to run out. So find it wherever you're going to find it. This one is TAA, Tobacconist Association, the 75 stores or so, whatever there is. Those are the only ones that have it. So you find you can go on to TAA.org. No, T-A-A. It's a tough one, whatever their website is anyway. Find TAA retailers, and uh, you can Google it, right? Everything is Google, 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 Google. Now, yep. when, my grand, when I was younger, my grandmother used to make homemade marmalade. Now, she made it out of oranges, but imagine if you made uh, marmalade out of lemons. So you got the lemon zest, but there's no the, – the, the peppery side of if you were to just bite into – peel a lemon with your teeth – how that would kind of bite your tongue has now been softened by an underlying brown sugar as a flavor in there. Well, I definitely get baking spices. Baking spices. He's a real friggin' blogger. Yes. Sometimes he's like, there's leathery sugar, notes, and I'm like, here, cinnamon. taste my belt and tell me if it tastes the same. He knows. He knows. The great he's thing about this, though, on the cold drawer, I got like a peppercorn taste. Oh. So. Ah. That's the drawing it before you lit the cigar, which I didn't do. Now, this Even though one, it's in our notes. 
to do it, right? You don't do it. Yeah. Um, I like this cigar right off the bat. Yeah. Me too. Because it did not do what yeah. that other one did. Right off the bat, I knew, oh, my God. Not the yeah. And sometimes it ends up getting settling down. It starts off like a Honduran cigar that yeah. kind of kicks at the beginning mm-hmm. and goes down. That cigar was building even more as it went on. Yeah, I was afraid to undo the band because I didn't want it to go any more than it right. did. I would have needed a sugar packet. People in our chat room were a bit concerned that we'd be able to follow up the last cigar yeah. with the Angel's Anvil. But the notes on this cigar are so distinct yeah, yeah. that it doesn't matter what you smoked prior. It, just, it stands out. You sure. should have went the other way around, though, I bet. A little nutmeg in there. But Would you look at my review that's going up? At, I have uh, not read your review, I promise. At 1.30 it will post, and you've mentioned nutmeg, which is in the review. So as, sugar, which is in the review. So yeah. the key is, as we do this show forward, those that are listening to the show live right now, as we smoke the cigar. When we get done smoking the cigar, it's automatically timed that your review that you did in advance of the show. Yes, I cheated, and I got to smoke these prior to the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which may not always happen because sometimes we do get pre-release samples. I'll try to get. With the manufacturer right. here. I'll try to get a fifth cigar so that you can do that. But worst case scenario, you write the review The review will go up an hour after the show at the worst case scenario. All right. Yeah. Which, is, which I really, that's one thing about Barry that I'm very much enjoying is he he's a real cigar guy. I mean, when I tell you he smokes a minimum of five cigars a day, and he does something that I don't have, willpower. I'm like ADD when it comes to it. He doesn't cigar. look like he has willpower. Just well, saying. Wow. When it comes to lunch. Just saying. I don't either. But when it comes to lunch, a it's a different story. Yo. He's got willpower when it comes to the cigar. I handed, okay. him, I handed him a very limited cigar. I'll leave the name out for now. A limited cigar for him to review on, and... He said, oh, okay, I'll smoke this tomorrow. And then he's like, oh, wait, no, I already have one I'm smoking tomorrow. I'm going to smoke this the next day. And I'm like, you know, I want to smoke it now. When I review a cigar, I try to make it the first cigar of the day ah. so my palate's clean. Yeah. Good, good. All right, we're going to give this listen. We're going to be the best review site out there because we get the good stuff. We know what we're talking about. We are the authority. And we have Barry. And we have Barry. He is the authority. (laughs) He's the secret weapon. All right. Let's move on with the Ten Commandments because uh, Barry, this is his first time hearing them. So, uh, so far, so good. You understand what's being said? Yep. This is to the consumer, not necessarily to the store owner. And maybe you can put uh, the Ten Commandments out to cigar store owners that you as a consumer for years went to the stores and you see what they did wrong. You had your own store there for a while. You know what, what people are doing wrong out uh, there. On my other blog site, I actually did that about a specific store, and it did not go over too well. Really? I'd yeah. love to hear it. I would love to hear it because I want to learn I'll share and get it. better from it. I'll share it right now. Well, let's not mention the other store's name I won't mention to keep name, ourselves out of trouble. But I bought two cigars, came out to fourteen ninety. I got up to the register. I had my debit card in hand. And they told me we had a $15 minimum charge. There was no sign, no nothing. For $0.10, cents, oh God. I told them, keep the cigars. That was just bad business on their part. That, that isn't a cigar business move. Right. That is a business move. That is a poor judgment business move. Why a $15 minimum? 
I don't know. So if I went in there, they could have charged you fifteen bucks I, and given you a dime credit, out of the drawer. The right. credit cards, I guess, charge one and a half to three percent to the store. One and a half to three percent of whatever you bought. If right. you bought a hundred, it's one and a half of one hundred. Yep. If it's if it's yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I can tell you because I manage the the credit card processing mm-hmm. on the back end. It doesn't matter if someone charges a dollar. Which anytime we do a test, right? I have to use my credit card because we can't use company cards to test the system. But we run it for a non for a dollar, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. We don't get charged extra, yeah. or less or more. Right. We get whatever it is. Yeah, if it's three percent of a dollar, it's three cents. Well, I never went back to that store again. And uh, then they happened to be a customer of the company, cigar company I worked for. They went right up to the owner of the company. How dare you hire him? Wow. When he wrote about my store. Okay, I, I want to know that store off <laughs> the air. I'll definitely and, tell you. And that's just poor business. And listen, I'm we're saying this about you, the consumer, right now, but as retailers, we need to hear what's wrong also because you're a consumer. And if you say, um, you know, I think it's – I should be able to bring cigars in the store and smoke whatever I want when I go in your store. Now I'm going to make the argument against you and say no. Even if I didn't own a cigar store, it's not right. Don't do it. Yeah. And, you know, so we can have the argument back and forth. Um, number four is thou shalt not abuse a cigar. It is not okay to buy a double Corona and cut it in half. Yeah. Putting out your cigar to save it for tomorrow is considered ignorant. It also makes a cigar taste terrible. Buy the Robusto, smoke the Robusto, make time to do the right cigar. I've seen people do it and get a baggie and get their ash cigar and put it in a baggie for later. I used to belong to a country club in Toms River, New Jersey. One of our business associates was a member. We'd go and we'd play a little bit of golf and we'd end the day with a cigar. I have no problem mentioning my friend Jimmy Ryan would always go into my humidor, would always pick out the most expensive cigar despite knowing nothing about cigars and cut it below the band. Oh, Oh my God. One time he took out an Opus X, double Corona, the long one, and he cut the cigar in half. I'm going to smoke this now and I'm going to enjoy the rest of it after dinner. Oh, my God. I cringed. My God. If he was my friend, I may have punched him <laughs> in the face. And he would have tweeted about me, and he would have got fired. Even when I took off the bands and I put them on three separate rows, and I told my my business partner the most expensive cigar is in the middle row, he would still manage to take the cigar in the middle row. We need extra cigars for the people that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. we call them stupid people cigars. Yeah. Thou shalt not store cigars. Thou shalt store cigars properly. Buying a humidor or renting a locker in a cigar shop. Respect the hard work that goes into these hand-rolled products. Absolutely. Yes. They are at 70% humidity. The work that goes put in by the time we receive them. When a cigar owner goes into a cigar shop that is not climate controlled, that it's too high in temperature, that the humidity isn't proper, they get disgusted to it. You as a consumer, you walk into a cigar store. It's a, it's a hot day out there. If it isn't 70 degrees inside that cigar store, find another cigar store. Agreed. Climate control is everything. Uh, thou shall not bitch about prices on cigars. Every state has a different tobacco tax. Every shop has different mock-ups that they need to do, depending on where they are. Um, you know, if you're in downtown New York City. This whole is, different ballgame. Yeah, the you, cost, you, the rent. be 75% tobacco tax yeah. in New York. If you don't like it, find another place to buy your cigars and smoke the cigars in that particular place. If you're buying online or someplace because you're saving a dollar and that's what you want to do, smoke the cigars at their place. Fly out to where they are and smoke the cigars in their place. Yeah. 
But, or uh, buy a house that you can smoke cigars or, or in. Or pay the extra dollar because of their taxation or their, their mock-up because that they're in a, a great location that's perfect for you. It costs a lot of money for those locations, a lot of money. So uh, give that consideration. Uh, thou shall not be rude about smoking a cigar. We, smoke, uh, we cigar smokers are respectable, tax-paying people. You represent all of us when you're in public. So don't act like a jackass. Uh, you know, listen, I know we have our rights to smoke and all this stuff, but try to do it more yeah, gentleman-like the, Chuck yeah. Morrison, the right? Beach, yeah. If the beach is very busy, go up onto the rocks and light up. I there mean, you, you can still sit by the water and smoke it. You don't have to be right in the middle of a crowd. Yeah. yeah. Well, most beaches you can't smoke at anymore. Right. And park benches. We'll get into that, too. Thou shalt not go to a cigar event expecting free cigars. It's an event. It isn't a free-for-all. Uh, if you cannot afford one, you shouldn't have gone to the event. So don't go with no money and then say, oh, I came in for a free cigar. If you do not receive a free cigar, uh, don't enjoy, if you're not going to buy a cigar, don't enjoy their free cigar or their free refreshments. Buy something. Nobody likes a mooch. Yeah. Nobody. The other consumers that are there are looking at you, too. It's, it's moochy, and it's not nice. Common sense. Thou shalt not be fooled by fake cigars. Those Cubans you bought on the cruise for $50 are fakes. Absolutely. Don't go around bragging about them. People are laughing behind your back. Yep. It's true. The I problem see. is the people that are listening to the show know that yeah. and would never do that. You're going to have to pull someone aside. Don't do it in front of everybody. Pull them aside and explain to them. I can't. As, as a retailer, I can't. I'll insult them and I'll lose a customer. Over you did it to me. Maybe I'm a different animal. No, I probably really got you ready and said, you, are you sure you want to oh, hear this? You did. You did. I used to work as a private investigator. I used to spend a lot of time overseas. I did international security. And there is a major Cuban retailer in Europe that ships. And they told me that a percentage of their cigars they know are going to get confiscated at customs. To offset this, we take the bands and put them on other cigars and send through fakes. Wow. Straight from the horse's mouth of a major Cuban retailer that ships to the U.S. So they're giving you fakes to begin with. Mm-hmm. They're the fake out there. And even if they weren't, it doesn't make them the greatest cigars in the world. It's You're buying them because you can't have them. And people are laughing at you if you, if you end up doing that. Uh, number 10, always have an extra cigar on hand. You never know when you run into a brother of the leaf that needs a cigar in a pinch. Or a person. Of the leaf. There we go. You <laughs> may make a new friend. I can't tell or you. Or girlfriend. I, I can't tell you how cigars, ha, being into cigars have changed my life. That I've, I've sat with big people that would never give me the time of day, but having a cigar or offering a, a cigar to somebody. Rudy Giuliani. There we go, yep. for instance. Uh, there is one rule that is missing. Yes, there is. Thou shalt not deep throat your cigar. Get it all wet and gross with the, the tip of your uvula, rolling it around, and then use my cutter or the store cutter to then cut the end of the cigar. It's disgusting, and no one wants to make out with it. Right. You cut a dry cigar if you're using somebody else's cigar. You're using your own, do whatever you want with it. But when I see that stretch of spit hanging off uh. the cigar and then say, can I use your cutter? I... And I'm a guy that has a hard time saying no to anything, but that's the one where I go, no way. <laughs> no way. For me, the one thing that's missing is do not share your cigar with your best friend. 
Oh, with anybody. Yeah. I went to a Herf in Florida, and there was a group of 10 guys passing around a cigar. Save that for the marijuana smokers, yeah. right? If you want to exchange saliva, come out of the closet. Really? Come out. Let it go. My God. And that's just a way to be more gentleman-like is uh, you think you're being a gentleman passing a, a cigar out like that, but it's, uh, it's disturbing. So don't do those things. And uh, we'll work on having a, a, a code of conduct for cigar retailers, and uh, we'll be on that right away. But right now, Mr. Chuck Morrison gets debonair. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Gentlemen, <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, today, the top 10 things a gentleman should do during the summertime. Ah. All right. Number 10, go to a ball game. Got to go to a ball game. All right. All right. Number nine, Dave, take notes of this. You got a nap and a hammock. Oh, Something you, you got to really? do. You got to do it. I got to get a hammock. Summertime activity number eight for the true gentleman is to eat fresh watermelon. Yeah. Nothing like hot, rather fresh watermelon on a hot summer day. How about corn on the cob? Where is the corn on the cob? By That's 4th a, of July, it's all the stands around here usually have it. There was none. It's really a fall type of product. I mean, you can get it, but it comes 4th out. 4th of July, usually the native yeah. corn. The butter and sugar on 4th of July yeah. for years. Not one place has it. It was raining. Yeah, I don't know. All right, sorry, don't. Speaking of the 4th of July, number seven is to set off fireworks. Yeah. Nothing, you know, displays your manhood. Such as lighting off fireworks. All right. Uh, number six, and uh, this was, uh, we were talking about number one, number two on the show, is to pee outside. you got to so pee outside. That's gentlemanly, is to take a leak behind a tree. It's, it's again, it's a display of your manhood. Okay. All right. <laughs> once in the territory. summertime. Just once in the summertime. I did, it. Territory. I did it last night. There we go. Hockey territory. Uh, number five is to go fishing. Go fishing. Okay. All right. Uh, number four is to look up at the stars. Nice, cool summer night, nice evening. Enjoy the moment, take in the stars, especially here in New Hampshire, by the way. Uh, number three, Dave, you'll appreciate this one, is to drink from a water hose. Yeah. You got to do it. It's, it's summertime, you got to drink from it's water. Disgusting. Uh, number two, today's point about the corn on the cob is to grill outside. Got to grill outside. Did it's that. a must. We do that at Nashua on a regular basis. Yes, we do. And the number one thing to do this summer to display your manhood to be a true gentleman is to swim in a fresh water lake. All right. You got to do it. Skinny dipping? You can go skinny dipping. It's gentlemanly. <laughs> if I'm not around, I don't know please. if I could go skinny dipping <laughs> yeah. personally, but <laughs> please, when I'm not around. It's the Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? I will probably do none of those. Drink from a water hose? I will do it. I mean, I've done it many, many times. As but a kid, all pee the outside. Yeah. I mean, and we did, we lived through it, and it was no problem. Yep. <laughs> Peeing outside. My wife sees me go for it tonight. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm going to the bathroom. I have to no, do the, it. the thing is all fixed out there. And no, no, I'm just mocking my territory. <laughs> so they go off the deck. <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, Mr. Jonathan has a new segment. He wants to pitch to us. 
so he can get new advertisers. We're always looking for advertisers on the show. Keep this thing going. It's four and a half years going, but we want to keep going. So you've got an idea. The idea Maybe the advertisers are listening. And what I'm thinking is we call the segment the Sweet Science segment. The sweet Science. Now, who would this tie in with? I'm thinking Sam Lucia. And the luchador, because it's wrestling and it's in a ring and it's the sweet science, sort of. Plus SS, sweet science, Sam. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. So it's a problem that has plagued men since Western society described, decided that the male of our species had to wear pants instead of breezy togas or kilts. I'm talking about swamp crotch, an uncomfortable moist nether region in which irritating chafing and stickage becomes commonplace and a distinct odor permeates you, from your groin. Are you serious now? This is an as a heart attack. As, All right. a, as an advertiser wants to go in this direction. Outbreaks of swamp con- crotch typically occur during hot, humid summers. Men who spend hours working hard in hot conditions, like soldiers and construction workers and anyone working on septic tanks, those are the most susceptible to swamp crotch, though it can also strike men who spend a lot of time sitting, like motorcyclists, delivery truck drivers, and even office workers. This is the worst idea ever. <laughs> oh, it gets better. <laughs> the problem... It can't get worse. The problem is that while there are plenty of products out there designed to prevent swamp crotch, no one has ever taken the time to test how effective each one is. As a result, men end up wasting money on products that offers subpar results. So this summer, as a service to men everywhere, I've decided I would reveal the scientific tests of various swamp crotch prevention products. And by scientifically, I mean some scientist actually applied all of these products to his balls. You have more? Oh, yeah. I got the, whole, I got the list of the everything. The chat room is calling us to stop you. Yes. <laughs> I, I agree. We've gone too far. It's not too far. So there's ten, there's 10 things. I'll just read them in reverse order in the order that you should uh, use them in the event of an emergency. So you've got number 10, cornstarch. It works the least well, uh, and it wears off after about an hour. Uh, you've got uh, Jack Black's dry down there as number 9. Anti-monkey butt powder. Baby powder if it's talcum-based. Bella powder. Pinod Clubman. and then That's old school right there. <laughs> Gold Bond Powder comes in at number four. Stings. Dry Goods and Sprays. Uh, Gold Bond Powder Spray. The only thing with that is uh, if you're closer than nine inches, you've got to be careful with the twig and berries there. But the best one of all is a lotion called Fresh Balls. So that's uh, scientific evidence right there. So, Sam Lucia, there's no way you're going to hear this and say, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on this advertising thing. It sounds right up my alley. So nothing. You got nothing. We could do diff, 10, 10 products every and, week. And from now on, you can tell me these in advance <laughs> so that we don't even have to go there. He wouldn't tell me because it was such a great idea. I, I thought you'd be excited. I'm excited. You've never had right. swamp crotch? You know what I'm excited about? It's time to go into the aging room. No, far Freddy. But what I'm excited about is oh. this is the improved version of... Old Far Freddy, only that I say things to Mr. Jonathan all the time that you're going too far. It's not the direction, blah, 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 blah. I'm worried about losing our advertising. Let me write one. Let me work on it and just show you the idea I had. This is my idea. This is your idea. And here's Old Far Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. 
Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. This is Old Fart Freddy, and this week I have something different I want to talk to you about. I thought of a new direction for the war. How's this sound? Send over service vets that are over 60 years old like me. I am over 60, and the armed forces thinks that I'm too old to track down terrorists. That's bullshit. You can't be older than 42 to join the military, they say. They've got the whole thing ass backwards, if you ask me. Instead of sending 18-year-olds off to fight, they ought to take us old guys. Researchers say 18-year-olds think about sex every 10 seconds. Old guys like me only think about sex a couple of times a day. That leaves us more than 28,000 additional seconds per day to concentrate on the enemy. If captured, we couldn't spill the beans because we'd forget where we put them. Name, rank, and serial number would be a real brain teaser. Boot camp would be easier for us. We used to get screamed at and love soft food. Let us old guys track down those dirty, rotten, coward terrorist bastards. Excuse me. The last thing an enemy would want to see right now is a couple of million pissed-off old farts with attitudes and automatic weapons who know that their best years are already behind them and don't give a shit. This is Old Fart Freddy in the aging room for Aging Room Cigars. Put me back in action. I'm ready. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco, Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. If nothing else, put us on border control, and we'll have it secured by morning. There we go. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not vulgar. It's not insulting anybody. Yeah, that's what I have a problem with. There we go. (laughs) So that's the idea of it. I don't know what people think. Your cards and letters go to thecigarauthority.com. And uh, let us know. Uh, Cards and letters. No one does that anymore. Well, whatever. What do you Send call that? Send us an email. Send us an email. Cards and letters. Oh. I'm, I'm basically six you're years. You're doing a radio show in the 80s is what you're doing. I'm six years away from uh, Old Fart Freddy myself. If he ends up going, I'm ready to join join in on him uh, myself. All right. Let's go, to, let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to take a peek into the asylum from, for some insane news. We got some mailbag segment uh, in the inside news with Barry. This is uh, cigar information. So uh, he's got that with us too. We're we live. Also have tweets of the week. Tweets of the week too. Yeah, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Eric Newman from the JCD Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. 
Flor de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Flor de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
All right, we got the tweets of the week. We're going to take a peek in the asylum, and uh, we got some inside news from Barry. He's got trademarks and stuff we want to talk about, and no smoking on benches, not beaches, benches. We'll talk about that. We got a lot to talk about in the last segment, and uh, here we go. We're smoking the Angels Anvil as we smoke today uh, the two limited releases from the Crown Heads, the folks at Crown Heads, one from Nicaragua, one from the Dominican Republic. Uh, this one from the Dominican Republic. Um, I like better only for the reason of the strength profile. Yeah. I think they're both made beautifully. And um, just the other one's a little too heavy for my personal taste. You're looking for a full-bodied cigar. you got a winner there. La- Las, Ca- Las, how do you say it? Calaveras. Calaveras. Thank Las you. Calaveras. You speak Spanish, Barry? Not really. No? I understand more than I speak. Okay. I'm not comfortable rolling my R's. Right, that's it. Mm-hmm. We in, in the New Hampshire, Massachusetts area, we don't even pronounce the R's. Mm-hmm. Never mind rolling Well, we them. add them to things that don't end in R, like soda becomes so der. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where the but R is. But if it had an R in it, it would be eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> Gone. You guys speak funny up here. Park yeah. the car. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, R. No, it's just no. Yeah, there's no need of the R. It becomes A-H. Yeah, H. I get, I get flack from my friends every time I go home because I'm not known as Chuck. I'm known as Charlie. Charlie. I was wondering about that. Does anyone call you Charlie? Oh, yeah. My family. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. My New Hampshire friends always bust my chops. What's really? up, Charlie? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, every Sunday, by the way, on the CigarAuthority.com, if you're looking for a little uh, something different, um, there That's is. That's an understatement. It's an understatement. <laughs> uh, every Sunday morning. Eight o'clock, eight-ish, eight-ish, eight o'clock in the morning. Little Sunday funny type of thing. There's a Stogie review that's going to happen up there. Sam Stogie's Stogie review. This is a review of a cigar from a cigar's point of view. Ah. So it's something different. Take a look at it. See what you think. Again, all cards and letters uh, that don't exist anymore will be emails and they'll be sent to us. Let us know what you'd like to hear, uh, if anything, or please stop this nonsense. Anything. We'll it's take probably it going to be exactly like my segment that I pitched that was unfairly asked to be stopped before it was done. Yes, it was hard. Well, it's video, and people want to see more video reviews, so I have a feeling it's going to go over yeah? fairly well. All right, we'll see what happens. Madison, Wisconsin, you want to see what's going to happen? Oh. No public smoking on benches, not beaches, benches. Wow. They have bring a proposal to the city's common council Tuesday night. Uh this Tuesday, that if passed, um, will add public benches to the city's no-smoking band. That if there's a bench, there is no smoking. Because what they saw is they made it so you can't smoke on the beach. You can't smoke here. You can't smoke there and all this stuff. So they found, following the cigar smoker around, finally finds a bench in the middle of nowhere. And he sat down and he lit a cigar. It's and he goes, himself. this is okay. And then they said, oh, my God, the guy is enjoying himself. He smiled. Uh, while he was yeah, smoking, he really, he's so, celebrating smoking. Yes. We have to put a stop Speaking to this. Speaking of celebrating smoking, we have a radio commercial, a TV commercial for the Cigar Authority. For Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Smoke Shop, I'm sorry. And um, I couldn't get any major station to play this commercial because really? it celebrates cigar smoking. When I say celebrates it, people are having a good time with it's a smile commercial. on their face. And they, they all said no. No, 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 no. Finally, MeTV, which MeTV is owned by Channel 5 up here, and it is plays old TV shows, which is what us old guys watch anyway. And they said, we'll take it. So we're, we're advertised on there, but it's amazing 
that we're talking, you know, not like I'm spending $2,000. It was a $30,000 buy. And they said, no, change eight seconds in and 20 seconds in. That has to go and that has to go. It looks like they're celebrating. And you know, David, wow. at this point, Chuck, someone tells him he can't do something. Yeah, now, of course. Now, not only does he want to do it more, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Don't make me buy a TV station. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I will if I have to, but I don't want to. So that, that continues that they are, um, you know, city council is oh. stopping it. Um, board of Health with two old ladies in the Board of Health stopping it. They're doing whatever they can. That They're creating laws. They have no right to create a law and to take away our rights and privileges, but they do. They city do. councilors really equate to what twerking equates to in the <laughs> dance world. Just so you know, it's, it's a bit of an outcast. Really? I don't know what that is. But what I do know is social media, and uh, it's time for the Tweets of the Week. It is. Are you going to do this? I'm ready. All right, let's go. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor every time. cigar today. It's not every time time yet. It isn't. If someone tells you you put too much peanut butter on your bread, stop talking to them. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. True. Twerking is the crux of dancing. That should tell you what it is right there. I don't know. That's what it. Is that, that's that it? it. Yeah. <laughs> See, now when you got to say that this oh, is the end of it. Just because you're old, that's you why you don't get it. I don't know what that that's is. That's why you don't get well, it. Chuck didn't oh, get it. Do you know what crocs are? No. The no. stupid little clogs that... It, like men should never wear. I think you said Crocs. Crocs. <laughs> Twerking is the Crocs of dancing. Oh my God, it's Rudy terrible, gets it. Man, he doesn't get it. If your initials are JK and you end texts and emails that way, no one will ever take you seriously. No, I don't get that either. JK, just kidding. <laughs> oh, all right. Unbelievable. If you expect me to press one for English, you should be required to have someone answer who can speak it. You wow. get that one, yes, right? Yes, I do, and that is true. I'll give you two bells for that one. Okay. And the best tweet I saw all week, it's wonderful how Bruce Lee studied both philosophy and poetry, and then he applied it to something beautiful like punching people in the face. Yes, that's good. <laughs> and today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled N2 bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Oh, my God. Just one time. Just, like, get a little bit involved with what's going I'm on in the world. I'm trying to if I don't know what Crocs are. No, you weren't alone there, Dave. Losers. Crocs are shoes. Yeah. Everybody knows what Crocs are. I think you said are. Crocs. Doesn't wow. even speak well. <laughs> Doesn't even speak well. All right. Let's go to Barry right now. Barry's got the inside news. He's got some information on trademarks. Is this new cigars coming out, or what is this? Well, we... Manufacturers usually do is they usually come up with a concept. When they come up with a concept, they'll usually fire, file for a trademark. Okay. It doesn't necessarily mean the cigar is going to come to the market, but it's something they're working on. It's, it's costly, so I would imagine they're probably going to do it if they can get through the trademark. I'm process. sure a percentage of them yeah. happen. But yeah. Every now and then, they just don't find the cigar to fit the name. Okay. Um, so there's a few that came up this week, and uh, the first one that caught my eye was Trey Ocho. 
from Fuente, 888. They haven't had a new trademark in a long time. In a while. Trey Ocho, 888. You got a 777 by Jesus Fuego. This is 888 now. If Jesus Fuego says, you know, it's too close to mine. Too close to mine. Let's not do this. I'm sure Fuente would do that to them because they're very strong on their Without a doubt. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with 888. Yeah, they won't let anything happen where there's even the appearance of X. Of the letter X. Right. Yeah. La Aurora filed for a new trademark for R. Castaneda, uh, which is wow. Rene Castaneda. He used to be the director of international sales for Miami Cigar. Yeah. And a few other brands as well. And it looks like La Aurora will be coming out with a cigar that carries His R. Name. Castaneda's name. Who we had a visit from this week. Who paid a visit this yeah. week. One of my close personal friends from Miami. And he did not tell us this at all. No, he did not. Ah. Now, what is with people who don't appear to have a blending background? Jumping in as blenders. It doesn't necessarily mean he's going to blend it. His name is somewhat <laughs> known in the industry. Okay. Um, especially with some of the catalog companies. So my, my guess is it's going to have something to do with that. That has never worked either, though. When these people in the cigar industry put a brand out, not the owner of the brand, but somebody else's thing, it never seems to work. I got a million uh, names that thing i won't get into it because we don't have time right. but uh we'll save that for another show well one of the brands i think you're getting at it might be alec bradley who just filed for shotgun oh so shotgun 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 didn't they do the uh they had that the cuisine with somebody i think it was cuisine which was um the guy from the sopranos yeah there. yeah yeah Scully. yeah again yeah. Scully. and then the last two would be from rocky patel one is Catch-22, and the other one is Super Lajero. Wow. Catch-22. That's a Catch-22 right there. <laughs> that's a Catch-22. That's actually a good name. It is. Yes, it is. You could do a lot with that. I like that. And that Super Lajero sounds like it's going to be an ultra, ultra full-body full cigar. Right. Uh, Double Lajero, I believe, is owned by um, La Florida La Florida Florida Vinagana. Yeah. So he may have an issue. He might have an issue with that. So this could be a trademark that never comes to fruition. Right. So interesting to watch these things and see what they have coming out. Nice. Yeah. So this is not things by all means will be coming out at the trade show or anything because they're just filing for a trademark now, maybe next year or the year after. I mean, you're that far ahead that this could happen. Interesting. Or interesting how they're thinking right now where they're going. Cigars filed for trademark now will usually come out in the first quarter of next year. Okay. In, in, in my experience and opinion. Okay. So you've been following this type of thing for a while and you see this in... Well, working for a manufacturer, I knew the, the, the timeline was usually six months prior to a release. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I personally, you know, have filed for trademarks before. I wait till I, I have them in hand and at that point I say, okay, now let me begin the process of the cigar not do it in advance of it because many times things have been squashed for the stupidest, stupidest reasons. And my attorney will say, no problem, you can fight this and you'll win. Right. Problem is, you know, yeah. what's the point? You don't want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah. yeah, ruffle the feathers and pay the kind of money that it costs lawyers. For that, a cigar, just change the name. Right, come up with something else. Although I, I hear that manufacturers are having a hard time finding names, but Catch-22 is also. Is that it is very awesome. good. An awesome name. Now, the only thing I can think of that that would have a negative thing is I know Avo came out with Avo 22 years ago, and that they just came out with the greatest hits. And I don't know if the Avo 22 is in there. And if it is, and they did it again, would they end up wanting to stop something like mm. a Catch 22? You know, 
I don't know. Something it's to interesting. Think. Something to think about. Interesting times ahead. Yeah, what's also interesting is uh, the asylum. Crazy stuff that's going on. Crazy, insane news. Let's take a peek into the asylum right now with Jonathan. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. The body of Wang Dang... from the Chinese province of Inner Mongolia, was found in the wreckage of a home where he had been overseeing the wake of a previous family funeral. After the mourners felt a loud explosion, which took half the roof off, they assumed that the house, and Mr. Wayne in particular, had been struck by lightning. Further inquiries were made a few days later after Mr. Wang's own funeral, as his body was being put into the cremation chamber, It blew up spectacularly, bursting the doors off the oven. When the fire had been put out, the only clue as to what happened was a small twisted piece of metal, which seemed to be the glowing remnants of a screw that bore a military serial number from a rocket. Who goes on a roof during a lightning storm in the middle of a funeral? That's insane. That's asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. Thought you were going somewhere with that name. No, no, yeah, no. Like, I knew you'd think that. That's why I picked it. <laughs> he gets hit by a rocket on the roof. Not lightning. gets hit by a rocket. It doesn't explode. But it, the, the force kills him. And shakes the whole thing. They find the body, and just as the temperature goes up, it sets the rocket off and blows the doors off the thing. Crazy. Craziness. True. Completely true. Google it. Google it doesn't mean anything. You always say Google it. Like, you can Google like it. It's true. It is true. I saw it on the internet. Therefore, it's 100% fact-based. 100% true. Uh, here's a fact. that The Cigar Association in New Hampshire is looking for help. Um, always uh, states, all the state organizations that are out there are looking for support from their retailers. What the state of New Hampshire did is put a golf tournament. This is the third annual golf tournament for the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. The event is Friday, September 5th. It starts at 9 a.m. Friday, September 5th, starts at 9 a.m. at Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. You will get 18 holes of golf. Included with that will be a barbecued lunch and 20 cigars. Ticket price is only $150 per person. For some, $600. Why say only $150? Round of golf, barbecue, and 20 cigars. Wow. You get your money back on the cigars by themselves anyway. Absolutely. So thank you to the cigar manufacturers that are being part of this, first off, because they're supplying the cigars to be able to get, the, and then the Cigar Association of 
New Hampshire gets the money, less the golf and the food and all that. So they make enough money that we're able to have a lobbyist that we've had for years and years, and this helps defray the cost. So does the uh, IPCPR. They help us out also. And uh, the state organizations in every state, if you don't have one in your state, if you're a retailer, form one. Because let me tell you, these crazy, insane things like that happening in Wisconsin happen, and then there's somebody looking out for you not to let something like this go forward. Nobody stopped this no smoking on a bench thing. Right. Crazy. And that's because somebody didn't see it happening. Because these things happen at midnight on July 3rd when they know everybody's not paying attention. They sneak this crap oh, through. Yeah. You know, and, this, and the same goes for the Opie and Anthony thing we talked about earlier in the show, that the, the, July 4th. Yeah. yeah. So they, they did this so there wouldn't be enough uproar through their listeners that would actually do something about it. But, you know, they, 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 uh, July, the whole weekend will go by and people have their lives, and by Monday they're going to forget about it. Well, I hope they don't forget about it. I hope they do something I about hope they it. they cancel their subscription to Sirius. Yeah. Really put a dent in their wallet. Yeah, we have to support the people out there. I've accidentally said things I didn't uh, want to say. Maybe I'm sure he meant that she punched him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. She punched him in the face. Yeah. He didn't just come up with some racial slur for somebody for no reason. They punched <laughs> him in the face for taking a picture. And whoever came up with that, names will never hurt me. Ah. They obviously hurt. They... Uh, you can lose your job over a name. And you're talking about Opie and Anthony, the people that they've done some crazy. Oh, they crazy make fun of midgets all the time. And they're, they're, they're and they've done they're crazy bad, bad things. Yeah. And this is what takes them down. Crazy. This is what takes him down. He gets punched in the face by somebody and called her a name. That's how he's going down. Oh, my God. Probably should have went down for some other things maybe. But yeah. Not that. Those things create ratings. Maybe if he had said it on the radio show, it would have been a different story. Maybe. I doubt it. Wow. So anyway, um, we got Don Benigno coming up August second. Nice, he's yes. the man himself. The man speaks himself. no English, yeah. so of course yeah. we're going to interview him. Yes, and he's got the big mustache, so we can have a mustache contest or something like that. Uh, I know Barry's looking forward to Madonna della Cava, the Italian feast. That's August 9th. We're going to be there live and do the show from there. New Perdomo cigars. It's going to be the double aged. Yeah. Not just aged, but double-aged cigar, and that's going to be on August 16th. What else do we have? We have lots of stuff going on. People, Everybody's coming to town and stuff, so we're going to get a lot of information. We're, we're, uh, next week, we're going to be live on the show next Saturday. But following that, John Carney is coming in on the Tuesday. We're nice. going to get some pre-release stuff from him and uh, smoke and see what's coming out with La Florida Minicana, which is the shirt I'm wearing right now. There we go. That'll be, that'll be on the Tuesday following next Saturday. We'll do the show from... Four to eight o'clock, uh, Eastern Time. Um, Please tell me it's not four to eight. That's four, four hours. Four to six. Four okay. to six. Give me four a to six attack. on Tuesday, uh, and then I got a lot of crap to do on Wednesday because I leave Thursday morning. Yep. You're going to leave Friday morning. Friday morning, and uh, we'll get all the information we can. We're going to feed Barry. That's going to be the goal. Feed Barry information as it's going on. Oh, I thought we were talking food. No, we're going to feed him so food, too. Okay. <laughs> you got excited, didn't you? I was hopeful. He's, he's all depressed. I felt the temperature rise over here. <laughs> there we go. So we got a lot coming up on the Cigar Authority. Listen to uh, the Cigar Authority. But watch the Cigar Authority website because you're going to get lots of information on there. We're going to try to be the best in the industry if we can. Remember, folks, this show and every show on the Cigar Authority is absolutely free and worth every penny. For Mr. Jonathan, Barry Stein, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. Catch you next week on the Cigar Authority. And when you're smoking your TAA exclusive, the Angel's Anvil by Crown Heads, always remember, keep the lid end 
out of your mouth. We'll see you next week, everybody, on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's